Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thursday, August 19th, marked the 79th anniversary of the raid on Dieppe. A pivotal moment of the Second World War and the single bloodiest day for Canadian troops. Here to shine a light on what was a dark day during the Second World War is Terry Kopp, Canadian military historian. Terry, how are you? Hi, Rick. I'm just fine. You? I'm not too bad. Thanks for joining us today. And I thought it was important that... You know, throughout the year, we have these types of anniversaries. It's not just on November 11th. So I thought this was a good time to reflect on this major epic battle in World War II. But before we touch on the actual raid on Dieppe, uh, the world is at war. Uh, Nazi Germany steamrolling across Europe. It was not a very good start to the war as far as the Allies were concerned, was it? No, and the summer of 1942 was a particularly bad period as the um, Soviet Union appeared to be on the almost on its last legs. The Battle of the Atlantic was going very badly, uh, and uh, we were still um, far from having solved the problem of dealing with Rommel and the Africa Corps in the um, uh, Western Desert. So it, it's really hard to imagine uh, um, if you go back and look at Winston Churchill's decision-making process. Historians have this terrible tendency to take one issue at a time and look at it, but Churchill and the other war leaders had six or seven major crises all taking place at the same time that they had to confront. And so Dieppe is very much involved with the state of the war in the spring and early summer of 1942. Uh, And as I'm sure many of your listeners will remember, uh, Churchill was off to Moscow to talk to Stalin and try and persuade him that uh, the Allies were serious about opening a second front, but not in 1942. He wasn't yet prepared to admit they weren't ready to do it in 1943 either. Uh, But uh, all of this is important context for understanding the decision to go to Dieppe. So why was the raid on Dieppe, which was an operation that saw so many Allied soldiers lose their lives, why was it such a big moment in the war? Well, the problem is that once we are chased out of Europe, it's not like the First World War where we continue to have large sections of France under our own control. Uh, People have to think about how they're going to retake Europe. So what Combined Operations Headquarters was required to do by Churchill and the War Cabinet was to figure out the best ways of staging an invasion of Europe. And they wanted to, uh, for understandable reasons, to find out whether air cover would work, whether the Navy could get soldiers to the right place at the right time, could the minefields be cleared, uh, could any form of seaborne bombardment neutralize the people on shore. So there are lots of reasons for having an experiment The question begins to be difficult when the decision is made not to use commandos and presumably relatively small numbers of commandos, 
um, uh, to try out these various aspects of the operation, but instead to also find out if an ordinary infantry division raised from citizen soldiers could accomplish something so difficult as to land on the coast of Europe and not stay, but at least secure a beachhead for a few hours. And the decision to uh, choose the 2nd Canadian Infantry Division was partly pressure from Canadians who'd been at war since 1939, but who had not been involved in battle. And uh, certainly for the senior commanders, uh, the pressure to get the Canadians involved in action was um, was considerable. And um, the British uh, accepted the view that, uh, we, first, of all, first, that it should be a regular infantry division, and second, that it should be the Canadians. As Montgomery said, if anyone can do it, the Canadians can, which was the kind of thing that Montgomery said to cheer everyone up. Why Dieppe, France? Why was that the focus of Operation Jubilee? Well, um, Dieppe has really only favorable characteristics. It's it's within the range of air cover from England, given the nature of aircraft available in 1942. Uh, it can be uh, reached in a one-night crossing. Uh, it's uh, further away than the Normandy coast from the south of England for D-Day, but it can be reached in an overnight crossing. And um, there, the beaches don't look very good to those of us who go there on battlefield tours, but compared to anywhere else in the Pas-de-Calais, uh, the region north of the Somme that would be the area that might be the source of the invasion, uh, Dieppe is about as good as it gets. And because the, um, the beaches at Puy and Pourville next door to Dieppe were also available, it looked like a reasonable proposition. Um, they were wrong, but um, I'm not sure that what the right choice was if you were going to go ahead, go ahead with a landing in 1942. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 